Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of cardiac physiology found under the cardiovascular section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with an introduction to cardiac physiology. Remember that the primary function of the cardiovascular system is to maintain perfusion. The heart serves as a pump. Remember that the heart contracts and generates pressure to drive blood through the body. Now let's discuss cardiac output. Cardiac output is equal to stroke volume times heart rate. Remember that the FIC principle for cardiac output states that there is a conservation of mass. The oxygen consumption must equal the amount of oxygen leaving the lungs in the pulmonary vein, minus the amount of oxygen returning to the lungs in the pulmonary artery. So oxygen consumption is equal to cardiac output times oxygen in pulmonary vein minus cardiac output times oxygen in pulmonary artery. The stroke volume is determined by contractility. This is the intrinsic ability of myocardial cells to develop force. Remember that contractility is proportional to the end diastolic volume or preload. And because of the Frank-Starling relationship, there may be a reduction in cardiac output in heart failure with reduced ejection fraction when the preload is increased. Stroke volume is also determined by preload and afterload, and stroke volume is equal to the end diastolic volume minus the end systolic volume. The stroke volume increases with anxiety, exercise, and pregnancy. Pulse pressure is proportional to stroke volume and is equal to the systolic pressure minus the diastolic pressure. And remember that in terms of the distribution of cardiac output, the liver receives the most blood followed by the kidneys, which is followed by the muscles, which is followed by the brain. Now let's discuss myocyte action potentials. These are initiated in the sinoatrial node, which is the pacemaker of the heart. It is slowed by the atrioventricular node, which allows for ventricular filling. Action potentials cause influx of calcium ions, which triggers the release of calcium from the sarcoplasmic reticulum, and this allows for the cell to contract. In terms of the relative conduction velocities, remember that the bundle of Hiss is about equal to the Purkinje fibers, which are faster than the atria, which are faster than the ventricles, which are faster than the AV node. Now let's discuss myocardial oxygen demand. This may be increased with contractility, increased afterload, increased heart rate, and increased diameter of the ventricle or wall tension. And lastly, Remember that the mean arterial pressure is maintained by baroreceptors, chemoreceptors, the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system, antidiuretic hormone, and atrial natriuretic peptide. The mean arterial pressure is equal to cardiac output times total peripheral resistance. It is also equal to two-thirds the diastolic pressure plus one-third of the systolic pressure. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to cardiac physiology, Let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 42-year-old Caucasian woman is enrolled in a randomized controlled trial to study cardiac function in the setting of several different drugs. She is started on verapamil and instructed to exercise at 50% of her VO2 max while several cardiac parameters are being measured. During this experiment, which of the following represents the relative conduction speed through the heart from fastest to slowest? 
and the answer choices are choice one, atria, then Purkinje fibers, then ventricles, then AV node. Choice two, AV node, then ventricles, then atria, then Purkinje fibers. Choice three, Purkinje fibers, then ventricles, then atria, then AV node. Choice four, Purkinje fibers, then atria, then ventricles, then AV node. Or choice five, Purkinje fibers, AV node, then ventricles, then atria. The best answer to this question is choice four, Purkinje fibers, then atria, then ventricles, then AV node. The conduction velocity of these structures of the heart are in the following order. Purkinje fibers are the fastest, followed by the atria, followed by the ventricles, followed by the AV node. A calcium channel blocker such as Rapamil would only slow conduction in the AV node. The conduction velocity of cardiac tissue is determined by a wide variety of factors, including the number and identity of various ion channels, the number and type of gap junctions, and the size and composition of muscle fibers. Conduction through the Purkinje system is the fastest within the heart, allowing for coordinated contraction of the ventricles, and atrial muscle conducts faster than ventricular muscle. Conduction through the AV node is the slowest, to allow the ventricles enough time to fill with blood. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choices 1 through 3 and 5. These choices do not correspond to the correct conduction velocities in each part of the cardiac conduction system. A calcium channel blocker would not change the relative velocities of the conduction in Purkinje fibers, the atria, or the ventricles. Finally, a bullet summary. The conduction velocity through the heart in order of speed is Purkinje fibers, then the atria, then the ventricles, and finally the AV node. That's all for this review about cardiac physiology. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.